Around this time of year, a lot gets said about the true meaning of Christmas. But I wonder how God sees Christmas. After all, it was God's idea in the first place. Hello, I'm Richard Fox. Welcome to Messages of Hope. How do you see Christmas? Well, I come from a, a broken home, so you have to go to different people's houses, as some people just won't turn up. I hate it that my two daughters don't speak to each other. My younger daughter has moved on, and my elder daughter has moved on with their lives, but somewhere in the middle, the whole family unit has got lost. Personality clashes, I suppose. In-laws and alcohol, and when the fun of opening the presents and having the meals and everything else is starting to wear down, and everyone's getting a bit tired and tense, everyone starts to open up. Do you expect to join in Christmas celebrations with a sense of peace and joy? Or do you wonder if you'll ever experience the peace and joy that Christmas promises? Coming up, James Winderlich will share the story of one family's unexpected Christmas experience. She gets up early in the morning Rides a ten-speed bicycle to school But Mary's not a child, she's a woman Learning how to play those grown-up rules Learning how to hide her deepest feelings Learning not to show her love too soon Waiting for a miracle to walk her way Waiting for love to sing its tune This is Messages of Hope, and today James Winderlich tells the story of a family who, in a surprising way, brought the true meaning of Christmas to a total stranger. You can experience God's Christmas too. By the time they arrived on our doorstep, the rain had stopped. This was southeastern Queensland where the rain can bucket down. We didn't know who they were. They were strangers, passing through, looking for a little help to get them on their way. Packed into their car was a mum and dad, two daughters, a budgie in a cage and all their earthly possessions. And a hitchhiker. We'll get to him later. The dad had just been released from prison in New South Wales. In there for what? I don't know. But the mum's family didn't want to have anything to do with him. They weren't prepared to make space for him. And so mum and the girls had to make a choice. It was either their home and extended family, or their dad. They chose dad, and into the car they piled. The car had been a bit dodgy, And so, prior to leaving, they had installed a reconditioned engine. It should have gotten them up the Bruce Highway into far north Queensland. That was their plan. But the engine failed. They had been ripped off, taken advantage of, and the engine broke down just as they hit the Gold Coast. This luckless family were dealt yet one more blow. But they weren't prepared to toss it in. So, scraping together their remnant financial resources, they had their engine repaired once again. Joe and Mary married on a Friday Tears tumbling down from the sky Moved into a little flat in Paynham Baby started moving late July No one helping out when help was needed Felt they had to leave and start again Christmas Eve they headed off from Melbourne town Only got as far as Taylor Bend As they set off from the Gold Coast, the skies opened up with a subtropical deluge. It was barely safe to drive, but, well, with nowhere else to go and nowhere else to be, they pushed on in the rain. Still on the Gold Coast, they spotted him, an older man standing alone in the rain. 
He was hitchhiking, hopelessly searching for dry refuge, as he also headed north. Any one of the hundreds of cars that sped past could have stopped and helped. They all had room enough, and for many of them, life had been good. It wouldn't have hurt any one of them to give a little something back into the life of another. The life of someone who hadn't done so well. But it was as though they hadn't seen him. Maybe the rain was just too heavy. But this family saw him. This family on the move who, time after time, had been dealt cruel blows, saw him. And seeing, they stopped. This family whose entire life was deposited inside their car saw him and made space. Now, I could be easily convinced that this family had every reason to leave the man on the side of the road. After all, time after time, they hadn't been shown even the smallest mercy, not even receiving the most basic kindness. Yet they were still prepared to extend kindness and mercy to the stranger. Generosity had been repeatedly snatched away from them. Yet they gave and gave. They could have justifiably feared the stranger, particularly with two young girls sitting in the back seat with him but they were still prepared to take the risk so that he could be dry and also reach his destination. All because they saw him, a wet, lonely old man, a stranger who, ironically, was clearly unseen by so many others. This family saw him. That's all that he was really asking for, to be seen. The baby couldn't wait for the morning couldn't wait for a hospital or a bed Born in the back seat by the roadside Sometime after two o'clock they said Kids up bright and early Christmas morning Found the child asleep at 6am They went racing home to tell their special news Mum, we've found a baby king You're listening to Messages of Hope. Feel free to like our Facebook page, Messages of Hope, where you can like and share a post about today's message and encourage others. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. Do you look forward to the family gatherings, decorations, presents and carols of Christmas? Or do you find it bittersweet as you strive to meet family expectations and deal with strained relationships? Around this time of year, a lot gets said about the true meaning of Christmas. We hear many insights that are intended to challenge its coarse commercialisation. No one could deny that much of what is said is helpful. Christmas is about being together. Christmas is about caring and giving of ourselves. Christmas is about happiness. Only a Grinch would challenge those sentiments. But I wonder how God sees Christmas. After all, it was God's idea in the first place. What does God do around Christmas? When Jesus' mother, Mary, betrothed but not yet married, found out that she was pregnant, she sang a song. It could have been a song of fear and dread, worrying about what people would think, worrying about what it meant to be a mother. But in her song, she praised God for her pregnancy. Along with all the feelings that might go with being a mother for the first time, she turned her attention to God in praise. She sang... My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. But she didn't leave it there. She went on to sing, 
For God has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Mary's song continued on, describing how Mary saw God positively at work in every part of her life and the life of her community. I want to focus on four of Mary's words. God has been mindful. We live in an age of mindfulness. It can be a healthy, meditative discipline that promotes positive well-being. Mindfulness allows us to draw ourselves back to the moment and our place in it. When practiced effectively, it provides moments of deep, deep self-awareness. We get to shut everything else out and see only ourselves. But here in this song, God is aware of Mary. God's focus is not inward, but outward. God is not mindful of God, but of Mary. God sees Mary in her fullness. This takes me back to the family in the car whom I introduced to you earlier. They saw in outstanding ways the man in the rain in his fullness. They didn't see him through the lens of their own fears and even bitterness. Instead, they saw him standing there in the rain, asking for nothing more than to be seen. Just like God, their outgoing mindfulness was remarkable. We use Christmas as an opportunity to communicate all of our own values. We like to call them the real meaning of Christmas. But that's as far as it goes, and Christmas becomes just another form of our inwardly focused mindfulness. But when we start to tell God's story through Christmas, things change. Christmas then becomes a time of seeing, a time of God's seeing. God seeing me, God seeing you. God sees us standing there possibly in bucketing rain, unnoticed by those who frantically move around about us, mindful only of who they are, where they want to be, and what might frighten them about us. Things that communicate nothing of us as we really are. Yet God sees us, and in seeing, God moves to us, just like our family stopped in the rain. What has Christmas offered you this year? Many good things, I hope. But where in all of that were you confident that you were seen? Confident that somebody was mindful, fully aware of you? Confident that somebody was seeing you? That's partly what Jesus' birth gives you. The confidence that you've been seen by God, really seen. And in being seen, you receive the added confidence that God stops just for you. It's all summed up in one of the names that was given to Jesus, Emmanuel. It means God is with us. It means that God is with you. Just like a courageous family who saw and stopped to receive a wet, lonely old man on a rainy Gold Coast highway, a man who remained unseen by so many others, God sees you. You're listening to Messages of Hope. For more about how God sees Christmas, go to messagesofhope.org.au or for a free booklet titled What is Christmas? Call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Today I'd also like to offer you our free 2019 calendar. It has inspiring full-page photos for each month and Bible verses for each day. It's a great way to be reminded about God's love for you. 
For your free 2019 calendar, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au. They went racing home to tell that special news. Mum, we've found a baby king. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church where love comes to life. I hope you can join us next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.